0: Welcome to the X-Men Files, a podcast where Nessa, and Brian talk about the X-Men comics. He's reading them again as an adult, she's reading them for the first time. So grab your back issues out of their Mylar bags, let's talk about the greatest comic book series ever, the X-Men. Welcome back, I'm Brian.
1: And I'm Inessa.
0: My giggly companion, <laughs> who's uh, really, really cute, and I like you. Yeah, there we Thanks. go. So this will be maybe a short-ish one because we need to go collect uh, the little ones from that place where we're collecting them. The place that now,
1: they
0: go I need to find the issue in in the uh, the iPad. <laughs> Because this is how prepared we are. We are not We've prepared. had a busy morning. We
1: have had a busy morning. And
0: and it's issue 2 Uncanny... X-Men, yes. We were going to... X-Men. It's issued at what? Like 219? 2.16? Let's say 2.16. Yeah. I don't like the fact that you, it's hard to go backwards in issue yeah. when you read... It's easy to go forward. Yeah. Yeah, this is the one. 2.16. Well done, you.
1: Yeah. I read it two weeks ago when we recorded. I never left the Cludeo. I stayed in after our last recording and read the whole thing, and then we didn't record last week, last weekend, even though we should have, because we were at home and we were just being lazy assholes.
0: No, there was some other issue at play, I think. We Mm -hmm. were doing it... I'm not going to... I'm not. I, I refuse to accept the charge that I'm a lazy asshole. Okay. Well,
1: whatever. I think we were being lazy assholes, and then okay, we're just lazy, and we didn't record. There was some minor inconvenience, but we we could have and we should have, and we didn't. And then we s- said that we would do it this weekend, and now knowing we're gonna do it, yeah, well, guy. now we're going to do it, knowing yeah, we've that, got stuff in the afternoon. Yeah, that there was stuff in the afternoon, which is the time at which we usually record. This is our so dedication. All off kilter.
0: This is our dedication to our loyal fan base. I mean, off kilter we may be. We we are. <laughs> But by the end of the next 30 to 40 minutes, we're, we're going to be right on kilter. We're going to still be off kilter. So, we're going to be on top of kilter. Um, is that a Scottish word, kilter? I don't know. This is really cute. What is off this? kilter. It's, I don't know, some fucking Halloween thing. Um, so, issue number 216. You're about to say something, but then I'm going to launch into the recap.
1: I was about to say that I have not read the issue since I read it that time two weeks ago.
0: You already said that. Okay. You never left the Cludio. I was paying attention.
1: No, I know. But I mean, I it's not like then I picked it up this morning and like had another glance at it so yeah. that I could be aware, you know, yeah, like I generally I, re- I did read the, the, the Jerome Powell thing, but
0: we have both read this issue. This issue is not fresh in our minds. So let's do a very quick recap. First of all, uh, cover art by Barry Windsor Smith. Pretty cool. It is pretty cool. Yeah. And this is the last we're going to see of Mr. Windsor Smith for hmm. a little bit. Forever? Oh, OK. Whoa, we didn't die No, i know but i mean just,
1: has he died in the interim i'm just curious
0: he is still around i'm pretty sure huh, okay all right inside artists are jackson guise guise g-u-i-c-e very very sorry jackson
1: his name's not on here
0: whose name barry windsor smith i know he's uncredited that's how that's how hip i am i'm saying the interior pencils are by jackson uh surname to be pronounced later by someone who knows how to pronounce his surname And Dan Green, I'm pretty sure, is doing the inks. They they credit them mutually as the artists, but I think that Dan Green is doing the inks. (laughs) We open up with Wolverine very angry with claws out, and a truck smashes into him. A worried couple asks, uh, a worried couple stops and says, Oh my God, we just fucking killed somebody. (laughs) What's going on? Uh, But there is no body. There's no body. There's
1: no body because Creepy. you can't kill Wolverine.
0: And there are howls and uh, animal noises in the woods. Could be Wolverine. Uh Wolverine is running and leaning forward. That's how quickly he is running. He howls. Storm is on a uh precipice of a very, very significant crossroads. That's uh that's the Soprano's now. Sign- I probably. know.
1: Significant moral God, crossroads. i love that. All
0: right. More more on that later. Let's <laughs> okay. talk about the Sopranos. Okay. She and Punk Rock Chick are so What was her name? Do we scheming? remember her name? We don't know. We don't, we don't know. know her name. Uh, Punk Rock Chick is very eager to murder <laughs> one of their captors. Uh, morally morally kind of mixed there.
1: Yeah, Punk Rock Chick obviously is an asshole.
0: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So Storm sets a trap where she can... Pull some Wile E. Coyote device and behead Speedster, Speedster, speed, Super Saber. Sorry. Super <laughs> um, what? Saver? Super Saber.
1: Super Saber is like a superhero that's really good at uh, finding, you know, deals. That's a, that's what my mom would S-A-B-R-E. be. S-A-B-R-E. No, I know. But I'm saying if it was S-A-V-E-R, that's the superhero that my mother would be if she could be yeah. a superhero. Yeah.
0: We'll come back to who, who's the villain. We don't have to come back. Oh, I mean, Now, who's the villain?
1: That my mother would be?
0: No, 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 no. Oh. Who's the villain that Super Saver?
1: Oh, who's the villain that Super Saver? Uh... I mean,
0: it's capitalism, right? Or free enterprise? Well, right. Big corporations that. Um, uh, l- l- Lost leader man. Lost. Lost leader. I
1: think. I think the villain is like full price. Uh Freddy or somebody. Full price Freddy? Okay, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just
0: Alright. I'm sticking with Lost Leader because uh, so Super Saver says says, yes, I want you to lose money on this gasoline and also don't charge me $1.89 for a 20-ounce Mountain Dew. <laughs> I see what you're doing here. Because <laughs> we all know, as we all know, the way that you make money in selling gasoline in the United States by losing money on the gas and making it up so in making snacks. it up in snacks. Yeah, because we have a petroleum and a snack based uh, society. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, Super Saver runs down the road, looking for a good deal somewhere. <laughs> looking for a big box the retailer. A new aviator's helmet. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, Storm decides not to murder him. Right.
1: Punk rock chick is pissed off.
0: She's pissed off. Meanwhile, in Scotland, off the coast of Scotland, uh, Moira McTaggart is waking up, and she finds that she's got new patients. She says, there's not a lot of room at the inn. <laughs> and they say, what What? what are we going to do? We're going to try to keep these people safe. And uh, Moira, I think, does not say, maybe don't bring every injured person to the same place where they can all be easily taken out, but whatever
1: we should also mention that at some point aurora starts to wonder if maybe you know what is it like she starts to feel like maybe it wouldn't be such a bad thing if
0: uh punk punk rock chick chick were to just like fuck off
1: but then you know she sort of feels uh morally obligated like even if she said no that you know she that she doesn't want to stay together she'd have to try to talk her out of it yeah yeah
0: yeah uh okay so scotland yep after Scotland, um, the other middle-aged uh, Greatest Generation heroes, whose names I can't recall, say, hey, there's a trap here. It's pretty sophisticated, too. How come uh, Super Saber isn't dead? Mm-hmm. And they tell him, hey, man, you nearly got your head lopped off. Wouldn't he have just broken the string? Is it string that, that they have here?
1: I don't know. I mean, yeah, it feels like if it was just string.
0: Actually, fishing line. You can break fishing line. I
1: mean, if you're a superhero, you know, you could be a superhero that could break any sort of- You You can murder somebody with fishing line? I mean, in real life, I think you actually can. Fishing line. Yeah, it wouldn't break. It's very, very very strong. Plastic. You're, as we were discussing yesterday, you're, you're especially for mine, your throat- Organs are like actually super super delicate. It's not yeah, really that right. like it doesn't require that much force to kill somebody around the throatal area.
0: No, you're right. I mean, th- this feels like a MythBuster thing because like a fishing line, it's meant to bear the weight of you know ten twenty pounds. Mm-hmm. If you're running, if like that 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 much force, I mean, it's meant to have that much force and is that much force enough to?
1: Yeah. i mean the main thing would be the, the it's it's exerting the same amount of force on the hands of the person who's pulling it right if it's being if you're like you know like no, that's fine if yeah, you're yeah. mafia style from the back seat trying to i'm doing a gesture here sure. you yeah,
0: know yeah you know the thing yeah. um
1: yeah i don't know could someone be killed with fishing line we'd have to
0: look into it that's what i'm saying yeah. but but uh, my preliminary uh rather my secondary take on this my preliminary take was no, but my secondary take is, uh, yeah, yeah, based on yeah, but feedback not, from you. But yeah. not if
1: they were just running into it, unless you were running no, a supersonic speed. So. I think so, yeah. Like, if you were just a regular person running... Oh, if you're you are just walking,
0: yeah, you'd have to really... Uh, you'd yeah, fall correct. down. I see what you know, you're saying. Yeah,
1: it would catch, and then it would just spring you back, and you'd fall down, whatever. Right, even if you were right. running really, really fast, but if you were running as fast as Coupon Man, then...
0: Coupon Man, yeah, exactly. Coupon Man is fucked. <laughs>
1: hmm
0: Yeah, Okay. Okay. All right, uh, Super Saber runs up to the top of that uh, cliff where Kirk fought a Gorn in Star Trek. Storm uh, gets into a tussle with him. Punk Rock Girl indiscriminately starts an avalanche, a rock slide, Yeah. and Storm escapes. Coupon Man doesn't. Right. Meanwhile, the She couple... doesn't
1: care. Punk Rock Girl does exactly. not care if she yeah. kills Storm. And in fact, does she want to kill Storm? Let's see uh as so, uh, long as any of them still so we'll will storm so we'll Storm. I bet once we're safe she despises me as much as they do she's only protecting me out of some stupid stupid sense of honor so she's actually sort of trying to kill storm too yeah that's a bad idea
0: yeah bad, bad idea. idea jeans okay <laughs> bad idea jeans nice nice cut nice n- nice nice call there n- yeah. nice deep, deep cut yeah um Ta-ta-ta. Not what you said last night. That's what she said. <laughs> uh, couple is fixing their truck. A shirtless Wolverine sees them, growls at them. Oh, uh, and Punk Rock Girl finds them. Yeah. Yes,
1: Punk Rock Girl finds them, and he's kind of observing all of this from afar.
0: Punk, Punk Rock, Rock Girl, Girl kills, the kills dude, them. Kills, kills them both.
1: Kills them both. Kills them both, and then that's not
0: that's not all right. Um Wolvie goes goes uh, kind of bananas. Oh uh, oh yeah, he he, he hops down, and sees the two corpses. Punk rock girl gets away in their truck.
1: Wolverine feels sad.
0: Uh the other two greatest generation villains see that Coupon Man is probably dead, presumed dead mm. in the rock slide. Punk rock girl finds that the truck was not fully fixed. And now she's kind of freaking the fudge out.
1: She gets attacked by, yeah. let's see, hearts hammering, wish I had some food. Da da da, who's their surprise?
0: Yeah, and it's a white hand on her. That might be Wolverine.
1: Yeah, it was, Does this
0: get made clearer? If I'd read this it earlier, it does. Today, if we had
1: read it again, it would have been. Exactly.
0: Yeah, so maybe uh, Wolverine. There she is. Like so, da, da, da. yeah. All right. The large guy, large greatest generation guy. Sees that the truck is kind of in the water and punk rock girl is cashed out on the bank of the lake or whatever. Uh, Storm is waiting for him, chucks him into the drink and he's sinking. So uh, then she saves him.
1: I guess it must have been Storm that snuck up on her.
0: I think so. Yeah, because
1: Wolverine's got Wolverine's got got, uh, gloves on so he probably right. would have removed that's, that's... his
0: gloves to, uh... Well, hang on. Sturm's also wearing gloves. Weird. Okay, maybe Yeah, it's... though, it kind of changes from one panel to the next. Okay, what we're saying is that the art might not be fully consistent. Uh, okay, moving on. Punk Rock Girl gets a knife in her chest. I'm now on page... page blah, 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 page 20.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Wolverine, uh, fends off an attack from red outfitted greatest generation storm and red dude fight sans knives and she kicks his ass.
1: Wolverine, this is something he mentioned in the in the in the book. Yeah, Uh, Wolverine is sort of like, so what? What are we doing here, Storm? Are we going to kill these guys? I don't care, but I'm happy to kill them, sort of at your uh, at at your at your command. Page twenty.
0: Yeah, yeah, and then and then she gives it a would it would it were so simple? (laughs)
1: Would "Would that it were so simple?
0: so Word simple. That it twer.
1: Word that it twer. <laughs> So simple. So simple.
0: Uh, Wolverine also prevents our uh, other dude from breaking up the fight between Storm and uh, red-costumed guy. Yeah,
1: Stonewall, I think, is his name. Yeah,
0: Stonewall's the other guy, I think. Oh, okay. Uh, the Marauder. Crimson. The crimson. Crimson Tide.
1: Crimson Marauder. Crimson. Yeah. Uh, anyway,
0: crim- crimson, crimson Flow, I think, is his name. Ant <laughs> Flow. Whoa. Um, Storm does not kill him. No. And says, "You, you guys need to shape up." Yeah,
1: they turn themselves in. Yep. And uh, Storm and Wolverine sort of uh ride off into the into the night. Could have stopped that girl. Saved those two kids. Da da da.
0: Yeah, there we go. Okay, so I, I think that's enough recap, enough of uh, fumbling towards the recap. Um bearing in mind that this issue is not fresh in our memories. What 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 do we think?
1: I really liked it when I read it. Oh good, good. Yeah. Um two weeks ago. So you yeah. tell me you were better, how do we Yeah. Um, yeah, so Storm is feeling like maybe she's not just a, a murderer, she still has some like moral moral compass left, but yes. uh Jason Powell isn't sure. Okay. About what's, you know, I guess Maybe that's short lived, or maybe it isn't. Okay, I
0: um, I, I did read the the Powell material on this. I, I want to say that I read um, uh, Real League of Gentlemen uh, on this as well. One of the two of them did compare this to the Storm v Callisto fight hmm. um, unfavorably in terms of the art, and mm-hmm. I'll have to. I I think the art in this issue is quite good, but yeah. it. it, it Paul Smith is untouchable yeah. <laughs> on, <laughs> on uh, doing fight scenes. Yeah, that scene uh, was really cool. Yeah.
1: I still want a poster of that page. Yeah? Yeah. I'll right. Put it up in the house somewhere.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah, we can maybe make that happen. Um, I, 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 I dug it as well. Um, what else do we want to say about it? Yeah, I I think I, I maybe gone a slight detour. You were about to say... Something about Aurora's moral compass.
1: So, like, I'm well, yeah, I was, but so I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, like, are these three guys, like, are they some sort of like w- worst case dark scenario of the X Men themselves, right? Yeah. Like, they're they're sort of fighting against the bad guys and mm-hmm. kind of following their own moral code. I'm just like making stuff up here, so this might not make any sense. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like, is are they like a like a a, a metaphor, an allegory, uh, for like some some future scenario where the X Men have you know aren't just kind of defending things, but have kind of like decided that you know the world doesn't care about them sure. and taken matters into their own into their own hands. Maybe I
0: I, 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 I pick up on some of those elements. Uh, I I do think that they're meant to be compared to the X Men. Yeah. Uh, both of them see themselves as forces for good right uh what what claremont is saying via araro is if you want to be a force for good you have to be good right you cannot be morally compromised exactly uh, so that that means for instance you don't kill people <laughs>
1: right yeah no i mean yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. that's what i'm saying so, like, and, and it suddenly occurred to me that they're like a, like an, like almost not like an evil version but like yeah. an an a, version of the X-Men at some logical endpoint where they continue to sort of, like, make compromises, yeah. make compromises, you know, and then kind of get to this point where now yeah. they don't really, they aren't good anymore.
0: No, I understand. Um, the speed bump that I'm hitting when you say that is, you know, some logical endpoint. Uh, there's a temporal element uh, that, that you're introducing, Sorry. which under other circumstances I, I, I wouldn't notice, but... The fact is the X-Men posit these future states, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, whereas I, I don't think that that's – I don't think that that's what Claremont is doing. It, it is all contemporary and in the now. Yeah. Um, I understand your point, and yeah. I think it makes a great deal of sense to say, like, this is a version of the right, X-Men where the X-Men. they have lost their moral perspective. Right, right, right. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I was saying. Yeah. Uh, another way of looking at them is they are – Almost a, a good version of arcade <laughs> mm-hmm. how Well arcade will put people into dangerous situations, deadly uh, devices. Mm-hmm. He, he does this with the intent of murdering them right He does it for hire. he does it for money right does it for money and also his own his own e- sick people pleasure. that he
1: perceives to be evil.
0: Right. Not Arcade. Arcade, no, no, no. Arcade is amoral. He, right, he'll, are, he'll put okay. anybody in his fucking in, in murder world. Murder world. Yeah. Yep. So so he is morally he is immoral. Uh, whereas the geriatric trio, they believe that they're doing this for good. Right. Now they could just say, okay, you're you're a baddie, so we're going to we're just going to kill you. Right. yeah, but they, they instead, yeah, they've <laughs>
1: convinced themselves that they're somehow making it fair by. Yeah, yeah, but
0: perhaps there is an arcade level uh, masochism uh, or, or um, sadism. Sadism. Yeah. Maybe. At, at play. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I I've, I somehow felt like a weird sort of empathy for these three guys, <laughs> like these sort of three yes. guys that time has like left behind. Right. Uh, you know, they thought they were on the wrong side of something, and and now they're kind of on their own. They figure out as the action in this episode is happening that like, wait a second, maybe are we the are we the baddies? We the baddies? <laughs> right. Maybe yeah. we're the baddies, and and then they, you know. They feel trapped in, you know, okay, well, if we if we realize that we're the baddies, then we have, you know, an end act on that, then right. we're going to go to prison. We don't really want to do that, but now we're sort of trapped.
0: Um, well,
1: it, it, yeah. and they, they do. They do.
0: Yeah. The, the, it, I, I like that because they are, that makes them interesting villains. Yes, They have enough sense of honor and what is right that they regain their moral perspective and they're, okay, well, the next thing, we got to turn ourselves in. Yep. You know, we're not going to go on the limb. We're not merely going to stop doing this. We're going to own up right, to it. Right,
1: right. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I I. like those. I don't know if we're ever going to see them again, but uh,
0: yeah.
1: I thought those were three sort of interesting characters. And like, it was just two, the two issues with them, right? It was like the past yes. two. Yeah. So yeah. Interesting yeah, little like uh, vignette with those three characters.
0: The, the, the resolution uh, is one that is squarely with what I take as Claremont's uh, moral or philosophical perspective. Ultimately, what the X-Men is about, the, the, the lesson that gets repeated a lot is you need to be true to yourself irrespective of how difficult it is. Right. So, hey, uh, life has passed you by? Okay, that's rough. Uh, you can't go around murdering people about it. People. And once you've done that, you can't merely stop you need, to, you need to right you need to be true to yourself right. if you if you are the the good person that you feel that you are you will answer for your crimes right so um, understanding who you are and living up to that ideal is, is something that gets played out a bunch and really speaks to uh, a big part of why I like reading comics yeah it's it's something of, and <sighs> Do we get that message elsewhere? In, in I mean, I think that we probably do. I mean, I mean, it, it, now the way that comics will do it is it, it's it's about as subtle as uh, a tent revival sermon. I mean, it's not, you know. But but I, they tend to pack him in at those. They do. and I, I'm not into that, but I'm into this. So, but is there another? Uh, like name a movie or a book where where that happened. Bridget Jones' Diaries is the first thing that pops into my head. I don't know if it is or it isn't.
1: Bridget Jones' Diary. How's that?
0: I haven't read the book. I started reading it at one, at one point. I, I just couldn't. It was it was just too twee for me. Twee, yeah. uh, I saw the movie though, which is uh, pretty easy. Um, she goes through several iterations of herself. I mean, or, uh, the whole crux of it, my read on it, is that 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 she's she's forever trying out different versions of herself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, there is a version of her. Which doesn't drink and smoke too much, <laughs> which weighs the way that it, 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 you know, an appropriate weight and all that. Uh, and there is a man that she's with that, mm-hmm, uh, in that the, version, yeah, yeah. The, yeah like, so she is forever searching for this idealized version of herself. Yeah, and I'm probably putting too too much. Uh, this will be of my the first own time that Bridget
1: Jones' diary was compared and contrasted with the X Men.
0: That might not be true.
1: No, it's got to be true. <laughs> So
0: random. Um, okay, well, it's the first one that popped into my head. But yep. I mean, how's it end? I mean, she ends with with the person who's good for. um Gosh, what, what, what is it that Colin Firth says? Like, like I, I just like you, right? Like, I
1: can't remember. I don't know. <laughs> like it's the actual been a long line. time since I've seen. I gotta, Ricky I Jones gotta look Starry. that up. But, but
0: I mean, um <laughs> I gotta look up that line. But it is something along those lines where, it, like, like it's just you that I want to be with. Yeah. Um, and he is the person who sees. The, the the actual uh, so so you can you can you can read it as as a path of self-realization
1: yeah which actually maybe tidally brings us to um amsterdam which i saw yesterday
0: okay this is gonna be a short discussion though because i haven't seen it
1: yeah no i mean it, it, I mean, it
0: fire yeah, away it just, I, but
1: i mean it, it made me think of that like the okay you have to see it because uh amsterdam despite what I haven't read any of the reviews because I was pretty sure that the pretty reviews mixed. would annoy me. I saw like yeah, on Rotten Tomatoes, it didn't have great,
0: like fifty five, which is one of those where like it could be great or it could be shit. Yeah, yeah, um, or it could be whatever.
1: There you were know, some but... parts that were maybe confusing. Okay, um, mm. for people, it wasn't. It, it certainly wasn't absolutely perfect in every imaginable way, but I yeah. thought it was pretty, pretty delightful. But it also has you know characters that are kind of like um, living different versions of themselves kind of in different points in time is there something behind me
0: no it, it, there was a very large monster behind you but no, it, it's I gone mean, now okay carry on
1: okay amsterdam that there's this you know this the, the the main character was kind of like this he's he was this young doctor he was kind of badly damaged by the war he had a a positive experience shortly after the war and then kind of reverted to this negative uh, life that he was having. He was in an unhappy marriage and, and he was kind of trying to, you know, I mean, I guess maybe that's what everything is about. All
0: Wait, everything is about being in an unhappy marriage?
1: <laughs> no.
0: Okay. Why would you say that? <laughs> I, 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 well, you said it. It's a searching for your true self. Yeah. And as I'm... Going along this line of thought, I think there are a lot other a lot of other instances of that uh, done badly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, and I think that there probably are distinctions between the way that those play out in some other entertainments and and also um, the X Men, but uh, it, it it is an interesting uh, line of things. So, so you 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 saw that as maybe one of the elements of Amsterdam. Yeah, I mean, I think that that's okay.
1: in part what it was about, sort huh. of a, you know, a, a number of different people, but particularly Christian Bale's character, kind of okay. uh, figuring out who he really is mm. after after the war that wounded him and damaged him, but also after this kind of idyllic post-war time that he had okay. in Amsterdam. Okay, yeah. um, and that's all I'll say, because I don't want to ruin don't it for you. It. But it was um, a cool movie, and if you're listening and you're probably not, uh, you should go see it.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't mind. I, 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 would, I would enjoy checking it out. Yeah. Um,
1: you could do that during your staycation. Go I, I a, could do that during my staycation. Go see a movie by yourself.
0: Yeah. So you liked Amsterdam.
1: I did like it. I, I liked it. The more I think about it. Okay. I, I, nothing, sometimes I see a movie and it's like, like, I'm not sure how I feel about it. Yeah. And then the more I think about it afterwards, the less I like it. Um, yeah, that can happen with me But too. I liked also, yeah. I was talking to my sister today and I was telling her that I liked it. And she said she's usually pretty. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm touching things. Go for it. Yeah. Uh, she said she's usually like just pretty happy to like be at the movies, and like her bar yeah. for enjoying a movie is pretty low. Okay. And I said, you know, the same not. the same with me. I said for me, it's like if I don't find myself looking at my watch, yeah. which is like a big thing that happens to. We're like just sitting there and like you know it, it did run a tiny tiny bit long. Yeah. But you yeah, know, sitting there and thinking like. Uh, a whole bunch of shit still has to happen before this movie can be over. You know, if I don't find myself thinking that, and if I don't find myself getting like a preachy lecture about misogyny or (laughs) racism or some other thing that really feels like really in your face. Um,
0: Where did you get a preachy lecture about misogyny in the movies lately? Oh, I don't know. i have Have to think about it. Yeah, probably I have. By the way, um, I I don't want to make light of this. Uh, Once again, we are four square against misogyny. We are against misogyny. Yeah. Yeah.
1: and so, yeah, like if those two things don't happen and I sit through the whole movie kind of uh, with full attention and sure. not wondering what time then it is, then, okay. then I usually yeah. think it's okay.
0: And you did not have that experience watching Doctor Strange earlier. No, through. I did not. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, Doctor Strange, I thought was okay. It, 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 was, it didn't, it didn't uh, completely work for me. We talked about that earlier. The, no, uh, I thought
1: Doctor Strange was terrible.
0: Um, I, I thought I thought Thor was underwhelming.
1: Thor the the most recent I haven't seen that
0: exactly yeah that's the, that's where we are with the MCU yeah. uh well cool it, you saw American Hustle uh which I think you thought was sort of okay it was a little bit long I think you thought because
1: oh yeah that was ages ago I don't even remember what happened and that was that with Amy Adams
0: yes yeah oh Amy Adams um <laughs> <laughs> she's so pretty
1: Amy Adams if you're um, listening we think you're pretty
0: Yeah, uh, Yeah. we're going to be the first people to go on record there. (laughs) Yeah, it's about time that she got a chance to uh, be recognized for. Uh, She's a fantastic actress. Yeah, she was amazing in that movie about the aliens. Yes, yes, that
1: movie was awesome. Arrival called. Yes, yeah, that that was fantastic. Yeah, yeah,
0: Yeah. Uh, Denis Villeneuve did that one. So, you you don't recall American Hustle. I've seen a couple of other David Russell movies. Uh, Three Kings, I thought that was very good. Mm -hmm, I like Three Kings. Even though the experience of making it means that George Clooney will never work with David (laughs) Russell (laughs) ever again. Okay,
1: that's how they know each other. Uh, David
0: Russell has a a, a dreadful reputation. Just for being an asshole? Amy Adams hates him.
1: (laughs) Just for being an asshole?
0: Yes. Yeah. He has his defenders, one of them being Christian Bale. Christian Bale... uh, has said like uh, like he's he's tough he's demanding but but the 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 result is is worth it yeah
1: Christian Bell was uh, delightful in this
0: he was good in American Hustle as yeah. well um, and I think Jennifer Lawrence uh, she has been in a couple of his movies mm-hmm. uh, American Hustle for one and also uh, Silver Linings Playbook Silver Linings Playbook I saw earlier this year a month or two ago hmm. and it on was a kinda... plane? is that the sort of thing you would... what's
1: that said so did you see that on a plane when did you see that.
0: Um, it was like, I had a day off and nobody else did. It was one of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't remember which day that was, but, uh, yeah, I saw that in one or two other movies. Yeah. Um. It
1: might have been Columbus Day or Indigenous Peoples Day or whatever they're calling It was, it it was now. a different, yeah. it was a different
0: day. Uh, Indigenous Peoples Day was, uh, the last week or the week before. And, um, yeah. Okay. Uh, movies. Uh, Amsterdam, go see it. What yeah. else are we, what other, Go what see other... it.
1: What else are we, what else are we doing? Watching, uh,
0: we're watching Amazing Race. Watching amazing oh, we Race. saw Die Hard 2. Oh, yeah. We did die see harder Die Hard 2 on die Friday. Harder. Better than I remembered it. Yeah, not terrible. No. He I, 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 I had always thought that it was, it was a good time. Mm-hmm. But in, in my memory, there was a bigger shift in directorial style. Mm-hmm. Uh, John McTiernan did Die Hard. Uh, Rennie Harlan did Die Hard 2. Rennie like not an amazing director. What he, else has he done? He, uh, I, I I was afraid you were going to ask that. He did Cliffhanger, I'm pretty sure. Mm. He's, so the, <laughs> kind of the templated 80s style action movie, mm-hmm. you, you know, you diehards, your lethal weapons. Rennie Harlan is at the poor end of that. Okay. Uh, 80s action movies for me, they're, they're not super realistic. They're meant to be kinetic and violent and stylish and slick. Mm-hmm. Um, Harlan takes that and does what he can to drain whatever substance there is, and there's, <laughs> it, it never starts with very much.
1: Loads of so yeah, Cliffhanger was fun.
0: It was, wasn't it? It was something which exists in which <laughs> I watched. Yeah, maybe yeah. it wasn't fun. Okay. Yeah. So, but um, Die Hard Two actually, I, I it, it was not as bad as I thought. He, he, he's okay. Um, we're going to see the next one, which is a return of uh, John McTiernan, um, a director who's who's like pretty good, although n- also not without controversy. Although unlike David O. Russell, David O. Russell never went to jail.
1: No, oh, he went to jail.
0: John McTiernan went to jail for what? Uh, he's like uh, illegal wiretap. <laughs> Excuse me. I, I think is Sorry. the crime that John McTiernan uh, committed.
1: Illegal wiretap. Yes. Of who did he wiretap? Like
0: maybe the FBI. Um, the FBI
1: wiretapped him.
0: No, I think he wiretapped them or something. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. He
1: wiretapped the FBI. I, I, I feel like I'm... if someone can wiretap the FBI, <laughs> then the FBI should hire them <laughs> rather than sending them to jail. Yeah,
0: fair. Um, or, or, or or do both. Um, you know, ha- have their death be faked in a prison transfer or something like that. And, um, yeah, I want, I want to see that movie. That movie. Yeah, I want to watch that TV show. Uh, he did a movie, and, and I'm I'm r- ahead of my skis here. Yeah. Uh, he did a movie called Rollerball, mm-hmm. which was not well-received critically and otherwise.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Part of making it, there was a lot of acrimony during the making of the film and after the film was released. And McTiernan, I don't know what it was, um, something about money or whatever. And there was like an illegal, illegally recorded phone call or something like that. But that's just the charge that they could bring huh. <laughs> like there's like some sort of nefarious shit do you
1: go to jail for like a long time or like
0: a a decent amount of time huh. yeah i'm going to i'm going to look this up now because huh. uh, i feel like we need to
1: <laughs> yeah, we don't <laughs> want to misrepresent uh, he's uh, yep. he's
0: out now but let me look so you talk about... About die hard 2 for a moment please
1: die hard 2 took place in an airport which is a style of disaster movie which i always enjoy something to do with airplanes yeah um and die hard 2 won me over when uh the, what's his name john okay. McLean. go ahead
0: cool so um here's what we're gonna say i'm just gonna read this from the wikipedia yep. He pleaded guilty to perjury and lying to an FBI investigator. That's where I'm getting the FBI in here, Uh, in regard to his hiring of the private investigator, a private investigator in late 2000 to illegally wiretap the phone calls of two people, one of whom was Charles Roven, a co-producer of his action film remake Rollerball. He was incarcerated in federal prison from April 2013 to February 2014. During his imprisonment, he filed for bankruptcy amidst foreclosure proceedings for his large ranch residence. He's out of jail, has been out of jail, I guess, for a while, but he's, he's, he's back. Uh, he's involved in some, uh, production at the moment. But, um, yeah, he, he went through just like a ton of bad shit uh, with the new millennium. Yikes. But he's not been active. But, um, also, yeah, so John McTiernan, uh, we have a lot to thank him for. <laughs> yeah, uh, Die Hard, Die Hard with a Vengeance. Oh my God, he did the Thirteenth Warrior. That movie's fucking great. <laughs> uh, the Thomas Crown Affair, less great, but it was okay. Uh, also Predator and Hunt for Red October, which oh, is outstanding. Awesome. Yeah. So he's got, you know, he's got a decent, uh, a decent pedigree here. Hmm. Although maybe, uh, you know, it's a mixed, a mixed bag there, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> Mister and uh, as it is David or Russell
1: yeah well anyway Die Hard 2 thank you for that
0: <laughs> yeah. informative
1: blurb uh, Die Hard 2 kind of won me over when uh, John McClane was like in in the basement and he was like kind of talking to himself and he's oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. what's the, the yeah, yeah yeah yeah? like what's the likelihood you know same guy same time of year finds himself in a similar situation it right. was like this so sort of very uh, you know not it very cute. it was kind yeah. of a cute like meta uh, thing and uh, and I liked that I enjoyed that. it yeah. yeah the kids it liked good. it they did.
0: Uh, yeah. uh, the, uh, the boy liked it as much as Die Hard. The girl did not. Yes, Die Hard is a, a pretty, pretty high peak for any movie yeah. to climb. <laughs> the in, girl, in her the rise. girl
1: loves Die Hard, and it's. We, so, like, I think a part of it is social because she has a friend yeah, who yeah. she esteems that, that also loves Die Hard. But exactly, honestly, yeah. like, I think she also loves it on its own Oh,
0: sure. sure. Oh, merits, she totally does. And Yeah, if yeah. you had
1: asked me whether our daughter would, like, whether Love Die, Die hard. hard would be one of her favorite <laughs> so movies, uh, <laughs> I would have said maybe no.
0: I can't get them to read Lord of the Rings even at gunpoint, but um, they both like Die Hard, so okay, fine. Yeah. You, know, you, you, you take the bitter with the sweet. Yeah,
1: and also say that we saw Amsterdam primarily because Taylor Swift <laughs> yeah, was yeah. in it. And, a- and she enjoyed it, right? it, She enjoyed, she the, enjoyed the, movie? the movie. Okay, great. I'm great. not sure how much of it, like, it was a complicated
0: whatever, multi-murder whatever. mystery. Yeah. So you, you, you can enjoy things without, I mean, have you seen The Big Sleep? Uh, maybe nobody understands what happens in that movie. Yeah, nobody.
1: Yeah, it was very sort but, of stylistic. But everybody, and, yeah,
0: but The Big Sleep is a very, very well-regarded movie. People love it. Yeah, you don't need to know everything that's going on <laughs> yeah. in a film to love it. Yeah,
1: I think they enjoyed it. We they didn't sit with us. We sat separately. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But every time I glanced back, they were.
0: You they seemed to enjoy. Well, and she said so. I asked, yeah, yeah. What, do you, what did you think of it? Yeah. And if she doesn't like something, she'll she'll say so. Yeah. She'll say that it sucks. Yeah. I think <laughs> okay. she
1: because she reads a lot, I think she actually has like a, a decent sense of oh, sure. uh, that sort of thing and has yeah. opinions about things versus yeah. just like, yeah, whatever. It's all fine. You know, she has thoughts. She's got away with words. Oh.
0: She's got away with words. Don't know what it is. All right. Um, <laughs> what else? What I want to do is I, I can't let this day pass without saying happy birthday to a, uh, a Jewish kid. From the uh, rural Midwest, from from Indiana, who went on to make a big name for himself, turns uh, can't recall sixty something or other today. I'm talking, of course, about David Lee Roth, <laughs> born in Bloomington, Indiana, and then I can't remember where I he moved. I know he but, was
1: from Bloomington, Indiana.
0: Yeah. Well, he was born there, but he spent most of his life in I, I can't remember some wide spot on the road yeah. just north of uh, I seventy. Yeah. I hadn't realized that he spent so many of his formative years in Indiana. I mean, in high school, he moved to, or they as a teen, he moved to Southern California, where yeah. he became David an area, Lee Roth, a, yeah. a region of the world with which I think he's most closely associated. <laughs> yeah. But you're know, like, yeah, a uh, you know, Jewish kid from rural Indiana. He he done good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> OK. Yeah, <laughs> good for yeah. him. Yeah. Good for him. All right. So happy birthday, happy David. Lee birthday David. Lee <laughs> uh, you know, a little bit of a schmuck, but uh, eh, he's got some good music and. um I, I saw this on Twitter today because it's his birthday, and it shows up as trending for me because yeah. <laughs> of whatever Twitter man, Twitter yeah. knows that I'll be intrigued to know. But people are like posting pictures of the dude from the '80s. Uh, he was a he was a handsome man.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, in that kind of '80s handsome way. Man. Yeah.
0: Well, okay, yeah. yeah. I mean, you can qualify that however you like. But <laughs> it's like the guy from
1: uh, Def Leppard, he's like, you know, all the women couldn't get enough of me. But when I look back at pictures of myself now, I look like Cloris Leachman. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, yeah. well, I, I saw some pictures
0: that, that, that where, where Mr. Lee Roth was. Yeah. Son of a little, uh, and it, by the way, it never actually—I mean, at some point, uh, like I was aware that he was Jewish, but never actually like clicked with his last name because they give him like three names. Yeah. They're like Roth. Oh, oh okay, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> David Lee Roth lights the menorah. I mean, if it were like yeah, 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 yeah of course, and the Hanukkah song. If it was oh. like David Lee Rothschild, <laughs> then it's <laughs> Almost a little too much. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, David Lee Anyway, happy birthday to, uh, <laughs> to David Lee Yeah. What um, we're going to wrap it up. Yep. All right. Um, closing thought.
1: Closing thoughts.
0: Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite pop-cultural Jew? My favorite pop-cultural (laughs) Jew? Or the first one that you can think of. Uh,
1: Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler? Okay, cool. Jerry Seinfeld is another one.
0: Oh, fair. Yeah. Yeah. It's real hard to come up with.
1: (laughs) (laughs) How about yours? Who's Uh, your favorite pop-cultural Jew?
0: uh, Woody Allen's uh, probably top of my list. I get it that um, he's not without controversy, but um, man, creatively, he's just amazing. Uh, Also, for me... um, people like seinfeld we use seinfeld as an example yeah he's jewish and, yeah. and it, it, like th- that forms part of his material a very very small part yeah but like he's so jewish well the th- that's what a jewish person would say <laughs> <Woody> <laughs> like, to Allen, me, a
1: big part of his material is just like his like his jewishness
0: d- no yeah. no but but, but uh, the, the substance of what he's talking about is like being on an airplane like the substance of what he's talking about is what a lot of other comedians would talk about. Um, He will do it in a way that is culturally resonant (laughs) for the Jewish American community. Um, Woody Allen, I mean, holy smokes, Um, uh, (laughs) in terms of just just the way that he carries himself, he's... He's like Jerry Seinfeld only, only with like the distilled <laughs> essence. Exactly, yeah, yeah. You know, boil away anything, but but also for me, he, he does center that. I mean, he 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 mentions it a bunch. Like I, uh, Manhattan, which is one of my favorite movies. They said, oh, did anybody read the satirical piece in the New York Times about uh, about the Nazis and and Woody Allen says. Uh, you can't really use satire for people that wear shiny boots. <laughs> it's just like, just, you know, we, no, he says like like the Nazis are marching. We need to get some bricks and baseball bats and really go explain things to them. <laughs> so I mean, he has a bunch of that, yeah. uh, it, it, and 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 for me, it was just a, a, a wonderful window into. Uh, that community in new york in that time yeah, 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 yeah. uh so all right woody allen's my yeah. my, 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 favorite my favorite cultural favorite jew, pop cultural jew. <laughs> all right and you're thank- my favorite jew non-pop, non-pop cultural
1: <laughs> your favorite jew in your real life okay all right thanks for listening
0: see ya thank you for listening to the x-men files